Hey everyone, welcome to Chat with Kat. I'm your host, Catherine Balsley, and I'm so, so happy to be speaking with you all today. I start every episode off this way, but I truly, truly, truly mean it. This is a space that, I don't know, I'm so happy to be a part of. I love it so much. And even though I sit down to record and I'm by myself in my room and it could be viewed as like very lonely, I know how many people these messages reach. And so I don't view it as a lonely experience at all. I get like so happy when I'm recording. and this message in particular, I think it's one of the most important messages I will speak on in this podcast. And it's been something that I've been struggling with, hence the inconsistency a little bit. I'm trying to get back to my weekly episodes, but I've just been so tired. And I sense like, well, I'm going to get into it more in the episode. I'm always like (laughs) jumping ahead. But this episode is important. It really, really is. And so I thank you for tuning in. I really think that you will gain a lot. And even if you're like, okay, I knew some of this, I think it's always and will always be an important reminder to hear, I mean, as much as you can. So y'all know me. I like to get straight into the episode. But before I start every episode, I remind you all to take care of yourself while you're listening to this episode. We can sometimes forget to listen to our body that might be trying to tell us something. And so if you're like thirsty, if you're hungry, if you need to sit down, lay down, if you need a walk, if you need some fresh air, whatever it is your body might be asking you for, definitely check in with it while you're listening to this. But yeah, y'all know me. Let's get straight into it. So as you can see by today's title, we're going to be slightly unpacking and diving into the topic of rest. And this is definitely a topic I've touched on in so many of my episodes because it's really that important and it interconnects with so many different aspects of wellness, mental health, and self-care. But recently, I've just felt this super strong urge to sit down and record an entire episode surrounding rest, especially right now. I don't know what's in the air, but when I'm walking around in school or really just like around strangers, I just sense and feel this extreme fatigue. Like it's, I don't know, it's like within the energetic atmosphere. And I even feel it within the various communities I'm a part of like virtually. And so I think it really all stems down to the indirect and direct messages we have received surrounding rest our entire lives. For the majority of us, it hasn't been healthy and it isn't sustainable. And so today I kind of want to rewrite that those of you who haven't heard some of these things before and remind those of you that kind of know this and you're like, okay, cat. So today I want to discuss four important aspects we need to learn regarding rest. But let's start by defining rest because I want to make sure we're all on the same page. I feel like rest can so often be viewed as just sleep. But when I'm speaking of rest within this episode, I'm definitely not just talking about sleep. When I speak of rest, I'm thinking about the times when you aren't doing anything that stresses you out. And when you're really able to step into the present moment, to solely focus on that moment, on breathing, on relaxing, on refreshing, on rejuvenating with whatever or doing whatever that may be when you allow your mind to just take a break, to just step out for a second. And when you allow yourself to just be when you're practicing like stillness even. And on that note, it's just so worrisome to me how many people never do any of what I just mentioned within any part of their day. Like, 
like there are literally so many people within this world that have something going on from the second they wake up to the moment they close their eyes at the end of each day. And the only time they're really quote unquote resting is when they sleep. And that's problematic. That's not normal. That's not healthy. That's not sustainable, but it's far too common. Hence the importance of this entire episode. So the first aspect I really want to touch on and unpack is the subliminal messages we have picked up regarding rest. And it's like, mm, I mean, what does that have to do with this cat? I think that it's really, really important to take a moment and look at what may have influenced your own beliefs regarding rest to this day and what may be contributing to unhealthy behaviors or habits you may have regarding rest. And for almost everything that I touch on, I always bring it back to childhood or I bring it back to what was within our household or what we were surrounded by within our environment because it truly is a part of a lot of who we are and so that's why I always go back to it. So I really want all of you to take a second and think about what you saw within your household when it came to rest or what you continue to see within your household or your environment when it comes to rest. I know for a lot of people, myself included, we saw our parents working. And I mean, like, not just working and clocking out, working overtime, working constantly, working long hours, working tiring days and to be Quite honest, I really never ever saw them view rest as a priority. I saw that work was a priority and that when it came to rest, like rest came when it came, but it definitely was never something they were prioritizing. They just seemed so tired all the time and in need of a break all of the time. And so what we see growing up, like I just kind of discussed, or on a consistent basis within our household, our community, our environments, this has a really, really large influence over the way we begin to view rest as we get older and develop our own, you know, mindsets surrounding things. And I also feel like in certain high schools with high academic pressures, or maybe even it was your middle school and your elementary school, but there are direct messages surrounding rest that are so unhealthy. Like I used to hear my classmates talking about all the time that they were pulling all-nighters, that they were up at crazy times finishing homework and studying for exams. I used to see everybody falling asleep in class. Everyone was so tired. And the reality of that is, I mean, we have to acknowledge that it isn't a healthy culture that's been created surrounding learning and rest. And that culture continues on into college and into work environments and atmosphere and internship environments and even creative environments and businesses. And so these messages can also be praised by motivational coaches or successful entrepreneurs that neglect to emphasize the importance of rest. And I really feel like COVID has highlighted that issue within so many cultures. And it wasn't up until a few months ago that I truly realized and recognized this unhealthy habit within myself that I've been doing for so many years. And I know so many of you are going to be like, Kat, I relate to that because it's 
so common. I hear it all the time. And I don't know where it came from. Like I said, probably environments, society, households, but it's truly so bad. So what I used to do, I used to have a to-do list, right? And I used to tell myself, hey, when we get all the tasks on this done, or when we finish this assignment, when we do this, then we can do X, Y, and Z, right? And X, Y, and Z were so often activities that I found peaceful, or I found restful, or I found joyful, right? So I would basically, I understand where I was coming from. I was trying to place a reward at the end of what I saw as dreadful to give myself the motivation to actually finish it. And you'll often hear people recommending this in terms of productivity and things like that. But unfortunately, all that led me to do is begin to equate rest with reward and not as the requirement it is. It led to rest being placed on this pedestal that had to be earned. And that's so, so, so unhealthy. I mean, I started doing this in like my really, really early teenage years all the way until this year. Like that's crazy, but it's so common. So I really want you to step within yourself and begin to pull out these subliminal messages that we have been taught or we have began to pick up and believe as our own or even direct messages. And if they're unhealthy or unsustainable, and you know, you'll know which one is which, I really want you to highlight them because yes, it's going to take time, but when we learn things, we can also unlearn them. And that's really the key of all of this is never ever to shame and be like, oh my goodness, why do you think this way? It's to just start being more self-aware that, hey, okay, I think this way. Okay, how can I seek to change it? Because we have time. We all have time and it's okay. And all we got to do is just put in the work. The second aspect I really want to unpack and touch on is the fact that rest really needs to become a non-negotiable within your life. Because I always hear people discussing the health consequences that are associated with various lifestyle habits, such as too much sun without skin protection, too much alcohol, certain drugs, no exercise, various eating habits, and so much more. But we really, in the same breath, have to begin to emphasize the results of no rest. And again, when I say the word rest, I'm not just talking about sleeping, but we really, really have to begin discussing the negative impact on our health when we aren't resting and what happens to our body as a result. And I've talked about it before, we're going into exhaust mode. And I've seen people talking about the fact that if you don't pick a day to rest, your body will. And I've personally within my life seen so many people collapse from exhaustion, suffer from stroke, suffer from a heart attack. I mean, genuinely almost lose their life or lose their life because they didn't prioritize rest. And in a lot of cases, they feel as if they don't have a choice, which is so upsetting and so heartbreaking that our society has helped uplift these messages. And in that same breath, it can be so ignorant of me to sit up on this podcast and not recognize that certain people work those exhausting shifts to keep a roof over their head and not everyone is handed the same hand in life and i recognize that and i'm very much aware of that during my freshman year of college and also my sophomore year I was working this minimum wage job and during my shifts, it was such a fast paced environment that we'd often go 12 hours without sitting down. We were never able to use the bathroom. We were yelled at by strangers. We had no food, minimal water, no breaks for a few hundred dollars. And I feel like a lot of people 
that have worked in certain type of environments can relate to what I just said. And what I had to do, I had to really step back and ask myself, what is this doing to you, Kat? And what is this teaching you, especially when it comes to rest and earning money? Like for real, I sat there, I said, you saw your parents like work, 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 be so, so exhausted. And here you are, I was 18 years old or maybe I was 17, I don't even remember but I was doing the exact same thing so, so, so early. And I would get home, I was dehydrated. My entire body was sore, especially my feet. And I just really wasn't able to function correctly. And I had to like literally recover from those shifts over a few hundred dollars. And it took that establishment shutting down during COVID for me to realize that I could absolutely never, ever, ever work in conditions like that ever again. And that rest, even within a shift, has to be a non-negotiable. Rest within each day has to be a non-negotiable for me now. Rest within each week. Rest within each month. Rest within each couple of hours, honestly. Rest must be included in everything I do or I don't want it. Rest isn't a reward at the end of an assignment. Rest isn't a reward at the end of the week. Rest isn't a reward. Rest should be a non-negotiable within every part of your life. And so how do we uphold that non-negotiable? Well, that leads me straight into my third aspect. We need boundaries surrounding our rest. I mean, y'all either need boundaries this, boundaries that, but we really need boundaries between our responsibilities and our rest, between the people in our lives and our rest. You know, within your life, and a lot of you may already know this, I know, but there will be so many people who enter your life who really do not care about your health or your rest, especially I feel like when we're young, people who don't recognize that you need a break, who don't see that pressuring you to go out on a night when you're tired isn't the best decision for you, and so many more examples that I could list. And so with that in mind, you always have to have your best interests at the forefront of your decisions because there are too many people within this world who will not have your best interests in mind. And that's not to be scary and that's not to be that type of person, but it's true. You need boundaries. You need to set those boundaries. You need to communicate those boundaries. You need to stand firm on those boundaries between everything in your life when it comes to your rest. Like truly treat your rest as you would a newborn baby, really protected even from the things that you love. Because at the end of the day, I really feel like rest, and like I am keep on mentioning, I'm not just talking about sleep, but all those activities we do to tell our body, it's okay, you can relax, you can calm down. That's the key. I mean, truly, to like surviving in this life, to making life enjoyable. Like, I, I really like seriously think that way because what's a life without rest? Like, it's sad to me because I was living that life so, so long and it was exhausting. It was so tiring. And honestly, I just felt like a machine, a robot. So truly, 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 if you are suffering with this right now, boundaries, 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 boundaries. And like I've talked about before, the people that really do love you will respect those boundaries and understand where you're coming from. And the people and the things that do not respect those boundaries, you need to question whether they deserve a position in your life. Like honestly, point blank period, 
non-negotiable, rest, non-negotiable. The fourth aspect that I want to touch on is sleep. And I know throughout this episode, I kept on saying, I'm not just talking about sleep. I'm not just talking about sleep, but of course, sleep is a part of rest. And I want to emphasize the importance of quality sleep because you could sleep for eight hours and wake up still so exhausted because you're not getting that quality sleep. And sometimes that is outside of our control. And I totally understand. Even this past week, I've had construction taking place until 3 a.m. right outside my window. And I have noisy neighbors at times. And we can grow up in noisy houses or live on noisy streets. And because of that, some people may become deep sleepers. And you all are so blessed, but I'm definitely not. I wake up to the sound of anything. I think that either way, though, the brain still does better and is able to fully recharge when it's in the absence of all the hectics that I just mentioned. And so I really want to emphasize the importance of a night routine for yourself and the importance of unwinding at the end of each day. And anyone who might have worked in a restaurant or a store setting, I want you to kind of view it as your closing shift in a way. You know what I mean? You've got to really tap into what calms you down, what tells your body it's time to get ready for bed, it's time to sleep. For some people, that's showering with a candle, having a relaxing playlist, reading, journaling. For other people, they might do a workout and plan their next day. Others may clean up because it calms them down or turn on their favorite show. Some people might make a good meal. As you can see, for everyone, it's going to be different because we're all different. But I feel like you've got to figure out what your little thing is, you know, what really works for you. I truly feel so incredibly different on the nights where I complete my night routine. I go to sleep and I wake up compared to the nights where I just fall asleep out of exhaustion and I take no steps to relax myself. I wake up that next morning feeling kind of disoriented. I feel kind of out of place. I feel kind of stressed. I feel a little anxious. But when I wake up after taking the steps to de-stress and prep for the day ahead, I really do wake up feeling a little bit more rested. And it's really important that we stop taking it as normal to wake up each day in an overload of exhaustion. That's not normal, like at all. Like I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely used to think waking up every day, feeling like I couldn't see straight, could not move, could barely get out of bed. I thought that was just like a part of waking up. And ever since I started doing some of these things that you all see within my videos and I talk about within these podcasts and I actually wake up and open my eyes and feel like, oh my goodness, I'm refreshed. I feel ready to start the day. I'm like, oh wow, that was not normal. And the thing is, a lot of people don't realize that when that's all they know. So if you're in that category and you're not already doing this, I really challenge you to challenge yourself and try like for the next seven days, maybe next 14 days, try incorporating activities or an activity that helps you unwind and try to make it a habit. And you can experiment like which activities or what activity you really like or don't like. And don't do it for social media. Don't do it for anyone else. Don't even do it for me. Literally, don't do it for anyone but you. 
But I think it's really, really important. I think that when we're talking about quality sleep, and I know, like I keep on saying, there's a lot of things we can't control, but that needs to take place. And maybe even not just sleep, maybe I can back it up a little bit and talk about when in the middle of the day, let's say something out of your control happens and your body goes to panic, right? And you go to panic. Let's start thinking about little things that you can do that you know, hey, this will bring me back to center. Like this will bring me back down. This will calm me back down. Like how can I really move within each day? Like restful, like truly, truly, truly. Like even if that's at the start of the day, I know I'm kind of like going off on a tangent, but I hope that a lot of you are really hearing me on this and you're like, yeah, I'm right there with you. I get what you're saying. We need to be able to tap into it beyond just our sleep, honestly. But what I'm saying is, it does start, you know, the brain really, really does recharge with sleep on a psychological level. So let's start there, but then let's back it up and make it just a part of our day and a part of our like experience of living, like (laughs) truly. And I think the perfect way to wrap up and start to conclude this episode is ending with a quote that, you know, one of my favorite people, Les, she's a fellow podcaster. She says, she said, rest isn't a verb. It's a state of being. Okay, drop the mic. Like that, I feel like is exactly what I've been trying to get at. And I literally just remembered the quote as I was recording, but that's the real message within this. Rest is required. It's not earned. Rest isn't a verb. It's a state of being. Rest needs to be a non-negotiable. Rest needs to be within every part of our life. Rest needs to have boundaries. You know, rest needs to be protected, okay? I really am just speaking to a lot of you that may have learned, oh my goodness, such unhealthy messages. Maybe we were praised for doing this, this, and that, but people didn't see how tired we were, right? We were getting praised for our achievements while we were just exhausted and we thought, okay, gotta keep this up. Maybe we've thought, hey, to make it to where I want to go, I've got to neglect rest because I've got to be on go. Absolutely not. I never want to head in a direction where I see that rest will be lacking. Like, and sometimes we can think, okay, well, I can do this for a semester. I can do this for a month. I can do this for a year. I really don't think it's fair to our bodies to do that. I've seen people say that. And then by the end of the semester, they're in such burnout that they have to recover from it for a year. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on this episode. I think I always do refer to my senior year of high school. If you've really kept up with the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. I talked about my senior year of high school where I went through all those things and where I experienced depression and anxiety and like extreme stress for the first time. And it's not like I'm trying to be super vulnerable and personal right now, but I really need you all to hear me on this. That was one year of my life, right? One year, okay, I've lived for 21 years. In the long scheme of things, it's really not that long, but that year has had an effect on me for, I mean, all the years following it. I haven't been the same since. My body literally can't react to certain things the same way. Like that one year that I thought was so small, okay, I can do this, I've got this, I can do this, is still affecting me to this day. And I'm still having to do the work to like unlearn a lot of the things and to to like help my body get through certain things that it could get through before. So the reason why I just said all that is that I'm telling you that if you're about to take on something or if you're going through something and you're like, okay, but it's just for this amount of time, 
thoughts. Don't tell yourself that. I promise. It's not fair to yourself and a short amount of time can have a long impact. Take me as the perfect example, okay? Like I'm still recovering from that year. So please, whenever you sense that things are getting out of hand and that you're really no longer able to prioritize rest, right? Don't view it as like, okay, okay, okay. I'm just a little stressed. I'm just a little overwhelmed. Truly view it as the health issue that it is, right? Because I feel like when we're not able to eat, we view it as the health issue. When we are in certain environments, we can see it as a health issue like pollution, like chemicals, and so many other things. But I don't think that we can sometimes see the no rest factor as the extreme health emergency that it is. So please, I hope you've heard me. I hope you've heard these messages and I hope that you're able to start incorporating rest more into your life. And that's beyond quality sleep. That's like I said, it's a state of being. And I hope you hear me that I understand some things are out of your control. But again, really try to focus on what is within your control and the small steps you can take on a daily basis that will really have big change over a few weeks, a month, a year. So that's really all I have to say for this episode. I think that I've really gone into a deep dive in a sense, but there's so much more that I could say on this. I think that this topic is so important. And I think that knowing my demographics, I have a lot of women that listen. Beyond that, I have a lot of women of color that listen. And I think that that is one of the most vulnerable populations and demographics within our world that do not get the rest that we need. I truly, truly, truly do. And um, I really, really hope that you all are hearing me on this because I think it's a serious, serious issue. And um, I hope that we begin to unlearn and relearn the right messages for our life when it comes to rest. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The kind reviews, the kind comments, the kind DMs. I talk about it all the time, the story we share. If you think that there's someone who needs to hear this message, don't hesitate to send it to them. I think it's so important. I just want to thank you all for the unconditional love. And I love this space so much. Um, I have a really, really great episode coming next week, and I can't wait to share it with you all. But until then, I hope you all are doing well. If you're not, it's okay. I feel you. I see you. I hope this message maybe helps you a little bit and you can incorporate it within your life. And I will be speaking to you again very soon. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in again. Mm -hmm.